This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The Esoteric Order broadcasts from Santa Fe, New Mexico. We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders both past and present, and future generations. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers presents The Batman Roleplaying Game An esoteric duet With Kenny And David Larkins as the Game Master So it's just you and me, Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um <laughs> and so I have to I have to admit that because Des couldn't make it at the last minute, I'm a little flat footed here because I always rely on her to go back and re-listen to the session <laughs> and then tell me what happened. So um <laughs> let's see. We left off, I believe, with you guys heading back to the Bat Cave after a night of investigation to run some some queries on the old bat computer and whatnot. Does that sound about right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Batman for sure was doing that. Wait, what did we do last session? It was, um, okay. (laughs) So, uh, so you're out on a routine patrol. That's right. I do remember most of it. You're out on a routine patrol and you ran across some, uh, Mm. you know, gang members Right. We had big flashback beforehand. That's right. Yes. You established how you yeah. guys met. We had a nice little flashback sequence. Oh, by the way, I've been reading up on the uh, subplot uh, mm. rules. So we'll go over those next time since that way you guys can both be here. But um, it's actually pretty hilarious because they give some examples of like what could constitute a subplot. And one of them is literally like um, Batman is trying to get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and i told that to des and she's like oh my god that's like my life right now so I know. it's like super relatable <laughs> she's like i love that i, I yeah. might have to do that for real like, that's, okay. a, that's a great subplot honestly <laughs> it's like, i'm just trying to get some goddamn sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sorry mr wayne you have a charity function you need to right. <laughs> oh god <laughs> But I could get in a nap, but I guess yeah. not. <laughs> it's just Batman's life is just like being at Gen Con, but 365 days a year. You know? Oh, you just described hell. You just described <laughs> Your worst nightmare. Yeah. It really is bad. Like four days of Gen Con. I mean, like the adrenaline gets you through. Yeah, right. But then like at the end, I'm like, you know, I'm sad it's done, but it's time. You know, we did, <laughs> we did good. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah it's like there's this line from the simpsons where it's like you know when two people go through an experience like that together they never want to see each other again right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyway, so so yeah, we'll go over that next time. But um, we did do a nice little flashback. And then, yeah, we had a little patrol moment and you ran across some members of the gang, the Rebels. That's right. Um, which I'm just, I'm picturing like all the street gangs in Gotham looking like the guy, the, the break dance crews from, you know, break into electric boogaloo, basically. Definitely. I mean, that's definitely kind of the vibe they're giving off here, especially since like, apparently these street gangs, like, like <laughs> there's some like background details in case you look up the rebels and it's like, you know, known members eight. I'm like, that's not a street gang. Street eight. gangs don't have eight members. Like, it's just eight guys. That's that's just yeah, exactly. That's just eight friends hanging out together and committing <laughs> petty crimes. Like, not a gang. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, eight, eight, eight. Is the population of Gotham twenty? You know, <laughs> <laughs> which like, I mean, also like that doesn't really paint Batman in the best light. It's like you really you can't like. You can't shut down this gang of eight guys, you know, like <laughs> or even the cops. It's eight people. Or the cops, yeah, yeah for that matter. Yeah, exactly. So. Commissioner Gordon, we have reason to believe that the rebels main number as many as eight. <laughs> Ye gods, man. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Uh, Do we need so, to call in the SWAT team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And then uh, Batman scared straight a handful of yes. uh, like a, a third of the population of the street game. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And, and and I beat one of them into hell, into bloody hell. You did, yeah, yeah. Um, it also makes sense in terms of the 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 sort of cutscene dialogue that I read out when uh you know Batman like super intimidated the guy because he said, "Give us a break, Holmes." CC and Cliff split. So if you just lost two guys from your gang, that's like a quarter of your gang just left. Of your eight, of your eight guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just count that gang taken care of unless they start heavily, heavily recruiting. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, anyways, so so once that was wrapped up, you saw the bat signal, you headed out. Right. Had a chat with Commissioner Gordon. He's like, look, we got the fucking president of the United States and the premier of the Soviet Union are coming to Gotham City tomorrow. So we've got like all this fucking security and obviously, you know, responsibility on our backs. So can you please handle these bizarre crimes that were committed uh, an hour ago at the, at the exact same time, but in two different places in the city and, and the files by the, are basically, by the same crew. Exactly. The files are basically like describing the exact same assortment of people which let's see just to just to recap that uh it's five men a portly uh, guy in a, a roly-poly in man a in a garish suit pinstripe. yes garish suit. yes garish suit a street punk wearing a bizarre 50 50 outfit mm. an athletic man in a black ninja costume a slender man wielding a pair of razor sharp knives and a man whose features were obscured by 1920 style aviators hat and goggles <laughs> such a bizarre bizarre conglomeration yeah um and one of the one of the heists was stealing a prototype laser from the glendale institute of technology and the other heist was stealing a dirigible from right. <laughs> from the airport <laughs> damn this is the that second they... dirigible theft we've had in our esoteric right. games that i'm aware of <laughs> that's, that's true actually i you know 
it, it must be said, gamers do have a weakness for dirigibles and airships <laughs> in general. So very true, you know. very true. Um, but yeah, it's funny these encounters, they all have different names. So, like, you know, when you go to the the Institute of Technology to to follow up on the laser thing, <laughs> it's encounter three. One of our lasers is missing. And then <laughs> and then the the uh airport one is encounter four. It's not a balloon, it's a dirigible. <laughs> it's hilarious yeah uh so yes you went to the git batman found a business card in the so they they used a crane to to get the Mm -hmm. laser out and left the crane behind batman found a business card stuffed under the seat uh for wonder management company if if you get a good gig it's a wonder diver tweed co-president uh, so there does seem to be some link to the villain team Tweedledee and Tweedledum, who right. Batman busted some years ago. They were sent up the river and recently released on parole, whereabouts unknown to the police. Um, oh, Batman also found some flesh-colored makeup on one of the control mm-hmm. knobs in the crane. You talked to some college students who wanted your autograph. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Um, Otherwise, didn't have a whole lot <laughs> to add to the. Uh, yeah, because I, I tried situation. searching the car. And, yeah. Oh, no, that uh, was at the airport. That was, that was at, the, at airport. the airport. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So, yeah. So then you went to the airport and, yeah, there was this like funky car parked outside, presumably driven by the suspects. Um, you you both ended up searching the car. You didn't find anything in the trunk, but uh, Batman did turn up some straw uh, mm, right. on the upholstery. And then other than that, he interviewed the um, night watchman and Hispanic uh, who, guy, right? Yes, the immortal, the immortal uh words uh senor bat ombre were spoken. <laughs> senor bat ombre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and what else are you uh, gonna call him, you know? Uh, well, <laughs> Batman? I don't know. Like, you know, like, why? Why did you translate man but not bat? You know, like for fun. You know, like Batman's a proper noun. Like, you don't have to translate. It. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, um, so yeah. So then, so that's that's basically what you've got. You've got the business card. You've got the makeup. You've got the straw. Um, and you've got these this bizarre case, and so you were headed back to the Bat Cave to run some run some uh, analytics, or at least Batman is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, so. I don't know if we've talked about this on the recording, but um, DC Heroes, the Batman source book for DC Heroes, has a wonderful um, section on it in terms of what do they call it? Classic bits. Yes. Um, Batman classic bits. And one of them is Robin learns a lesson. So I think this is a great opportunity uh, to bring that in. Uh, Because I think maybe, you know, as you're pulling back into the Batcave, you know, and, uh, and, and hopping out, uh, Batman turns to you and says, um, it's well past your bedtime, Robin. Run along now. I have some analysis to run on the back computer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sure. 
Should think bats. <laughs> Should think bats. Um, uh, but oh, so I was going to ask you a question. Yes. Do I have Robin's motorcycle? Do you? Um, okay, so this is a good example, actually, of I think um, something I, I've been meaning to address, which is, you know, these questions sort of come up, like Des asks about, like, oh, well, does can the Batmobile do this? Can the Batmobile do that? I, I implied last week, I made reference last week to the fact that there are gadget rules in the rule in the main rule book, well, also in the Batman RPG book, rule book. Um, this is an example, like where you can use hero points. So, um, that's one, that's one way to do it. So like in terms of like kidding out the Batmobile, like if, if Des wanted the Batmobile to have like a satellite uplink or whatever, it's like, yeah, you can do that. Just spend some hero points to like upgrade your gadget and like add some extra features to it. You know, that's so awesome as far as, yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, that's what happens in comics all the time. Right. You know, right. it's like. It's like, oh, suddenly the Batmobile can fucking go underwater or whatever, right. you know, or yeah. whatever, right? Or it's got the um, grappling hook and can like drive up the side of a building, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know, like it, it'll blow up, but then you're on the bat cycle all of a sudden, you know, or whatever. Right? <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just so cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but in terms of like just equipment, there's another way to do it. And so I think this would be a great opportunity to take that for a spin. And that is um, called a wealth check. Now, this can represent mm-hmm. trying to literally buy something like, you know, hey, can I can I rustle up the resources to buy X in the next day or whatever? Right. You know, but it can also represent, do I have this thing, uh, you know, on hand? Right. And so um so, for instance, Bruce Wayne has a wealth of 20. What is Robin's wealth? So, when you say wealth, I'm looking at my skills. I don't see wealth at all. It's not a skill. Let me let me pull up your sheet and see if I can spot it. It should be on there. Yeah, it's up, it's up with your vital statistics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh, two. Great. All right. So literally one tenth of Bruce Wayne's. No, it's not even one tenth because each, each level is doubling. Oh, so get out your logarithmic calculator and calculate the logarithmic <laughs> difference between two and 20, everybody. Mm, I would love to do that, but I'm not going to. So, <laughs> But I do have rich family friend Bruce Wayne. Does Has that already been incorporated into wealth? No. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we, we could use Bruce Wayne's, uh, resource value, but where's the fun in that? I asked you. (laughs) True. (laughs) So, um, so basically what I do is I pull up the old, uh, benchmark values list here, which is one of these, this one. Let's see. Um, why is it not opening? That's that's the main question. Uh-huh. Recent uploads. Yes, I know it's a recent upload. You're not letting me open it, though. Curse you. All right, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Oh, I forgot to bring in my DC Heroes box set with the, uh, with the uh, GM screen. Uh, do you want to go get that? Let me see if I can just pull this up here. But don't. But do you have oh, your yes. wheel? Okay, 
I don't. It's in the box. So I'll, I'll go get it in a second. Okay. Let's okay. just see here. Let's see. Okay. So we have the benchmark values here, or do we? Uh, we have volume, distance, weight, time, information. Hmm. That should there should be one that has like actual monetary values on it, but I don't know where that is. Strange enough, is that the same table? Yeah, that's the same one. Okay. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to pause the recording and go get my okay. <laughs> okay, go get my box. <laughs> one second. All right. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it's, as I suspected, that's the tables I have in Roll20 are scanned from the GM screen. So I think the GM screen is just kind of like, yeah, like how often do you actually need the benchmark for money? <laughs> Which is a fair point. But let's see here. <laughs> Wealth. No. Okay. Checking here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There it is. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's in the Batman RPG. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> so what I do is to find the APs of money is I look up the cost of the item on the benchmark table here, um, which does bring up an interesting question of what was the cost of a motorcycle in 1986. Mm. I was going to say uh, we could reference Mythos, but that's 1992. Yeah, we don't, let's not go crazy here. You know, let's... <laughs> How many BUCs? How many bucks? How many bucks? motorcycle in 1992 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um but let's see here so i mean i'm just gonna i'm just gonna to you know ballpark it here yeah we'll say like 1500 this seems like a lot in 1982 right yeah for, i think like i think decent uh, motorcycle because yeah, i think you could get like a mid-sized car for about eight grand at the time yeah if that's maybe Somewhere around there? Let's do like right, 13. 15. 13. 13. Okay. Well, um, 1500 is is exactly six APs, and 1300 would round up to same. So, uh, okay. yeah. So that's okay. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Okay. If we're just going right. off of, we're just going off of what Robin has here. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so let me, let me grab my wheel. <laughs> and I, yeah, get your cardboard wheel necessary for the game. Yes, it's so necessary. Uh, okay, so you have wealth of two, and what did I say? Six. 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 Oh, that's not so bad, actually. Um, oh wait, no, I have it the other way around. <clears throat> you have <laughs> where the the opposing value is the one I pull up. Okay, that's eh, still not terrible. Uh, you need an eleven or better. An eleven or better. Yeah. All right, let's roll. Let's see how you do. 
Oh, all right. So I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, you don't have a motorcycle of your own. Can I spend here? Well, I can't spend hero points to bump that. I mean, column shift. You could, um, but eh, best you could, the best you could get to was a nine or better. So, Uh, okay, fair. Yeah. Now, if it's something that Bruce Wayne bought for you, then it would have been a three or better. Wow. So, We'll say think, with that with that seven, you know. Yeah, I think Bruce would have bought me one, you know, sure. yeah. just in cases. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 13. Can you <laughs> legally drive a motorcycle when you're 13 years old? <laughs> I seriously doubt it, but uh, yeah, maybe in the 80s. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Oh wait, this is the 90s. <laughs> no, no, wait, it's the 80s. no, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. Oh, here we go. Well, according to New Mexico uh, Motor Vehicle Division, a person 13 years of age or older uh, who satisfactorily completes the Motorcycle Safety Foundation Basic Rider course uh, may be issued a motorcycle license with a Y or Z endorsement. So certainly here in New Mexico, you can drive a motorcycle if you're 13. They'll let anything fly out here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Let's see about New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's 16 in New York. <laughs> okay. Well, but uh, we'll just say in the 80s. And this is Gotham City as well. This is Gotham City. And yeah. nobody knows I'm 13. I'm Robin. That too. That too. Indeed. I could be a petite 16. <laughs> I cannot believe a 13 year old can drive a fucking motorcycle here in New Mexico. <laughs> we're we're really proud of our motorcycle fatalities out here. We're trying to keep those uh, numbers. Right. Because we don't have helmet laws either. So. Right. Yeah. Trying to keep those numbers mm. high. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so I've got my little motorcycle that Bruce Wayne bought me. Yes. Um, and it's probably like I've been training on it, you know, like even, yeah. you know, he's like, all right, let's go out and use the motorcycle for a little bit. <laughs> and maybe this is my first time being like, I'm taking the motorcycle out by myself. Nice. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. I'm bad boy in it. All right. Me, played by <laughs> Corey, Corey Feldman. Feldman. Corey That's Feldman. right. So, okay, so what's the plan here? Because obviously the motorcycle would be in the Batcave. Um, and uh, Batman has, has uh, you know, shushed you away to bed. Um, and I could even, you know what? I can create a page here Ooh. with Wayne Manor and the Batcave as a map. Ooh, so I will start doing that as we're talking. But what's, what's your general <laughs> plan? What's your, what's your idea here? So the nice thing about a motorcycle is that I can just push it and it doesn't make a sound. That is very true, actually. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I would just like push it down the hall, I guess. Um, Sneak around Batman because Batman's distracted. Um, Yeah. He's, he's running, he's running, um, you know, routines on the back computer and the lab analysis. He's got that makeup chip getting analyzed in there, you know. And maybe even Alfred sees me and he's like, gonna cover for me a little bit you know Ooh, you think so huh maybe um sure let's 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 find out since we have we have alfred's stats here and oh. uh you know now you don't have charisma as a skill i don't believe. i do i have five holy <laughs> holy charisma batman <laughs> yeah okay so <laughs> oh there's there's a fucking benchmark ap all right anyway never mind um so <laughs> And it says, yes. so it says charisma five, influence yes. six. 
Influence. Okay, interesting. Um, influence. Oh, oh, that's the unskilled column. Excuse me. Unskilled. Wait, so if I'm unskilled, I get a higher... Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. What are you looking at? What part are you looking at here? Look at my character sheet, bro. <laughs> Look at my character sheet. Uh, <laughs> it says it says max five, and then yeah. unskilled influence six. Influence. Oh well, influence is, is one of your attributes. Right. Right. So I wonder why I wonder why you have charisma that's worse than your unskilled. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Unless unskilled. Oh, you know like what? Penalty. You you know what? Charisma though can substitute as a resistance value as well. Mm. so because remember it's influence versus aura now what's your what's your aura my aura big boy aura is four there we go so you would normally use your influence if you're trying to influence somebody but if mm. someone else is trying to influence you you can use your charisma as the resisting value and it'll be one mm. point higher that's nice yeah um you know Oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with charisma, there's interrogation, persuasion, and intimidation. Mm. That's yeah. pretty cool. So like if I click the trained in all sub skills. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, there's yes. like a ton of sub skills. Holy crap. That's cool. Yeah. So the sub skills can like if if it just says train in all, then you're training all, but it's still worthwhile to click on that just to see what the sub skills are because it kind of gives you an idea. Yeah, of definitely. What you can do that. with those skills, you know. Um, I'm apparently trained in all sub skills. Nice. Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's you. Well, that's the usual. That's the usual. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh yeah. And I misspoke. It's effect value, not resistance value. So your acting value is your influence. Your effect value is your aura. So that's actually, uh, that's, that's if you're trying to influence somebody. So remember like we're, we're influencing to see if you succeed. And then the effect value is how effective you are. Right. And so your charisma is bumping your aura a little bit effectively. Okay. Um, okay. So this isn't like a direct example of persuasion. However, we'll just say it's like a passive persuasion, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, just, a, just a cheeky glance. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So in that, that way, case, we're actually that way, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking like that way, if something happens to me, Alfred like knows that I've gone out, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Cheeky glance. I like that. You, you make eye contact. Yeah. All right. So your influence is a six, you say? A six. All right. He is resisting with his spirit of three. Uh-huh. Okay. So if we go to our handy dandy wheel here. And we pull that up. You need, you would normally need a nine or better. One hero point would make it seven. And let's see, the max you could spend would be six, but you would only need to spend five to make it a four. So the best best you, outcome would be five hero points, four better. I'm going to spend three hero points. Three is perfect. That gets you to five. All right. Let's go with the roll. Uh, 12. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Maybe some column shifts there. That gives you a column shift. It does. Yeah. So, um, and then, so in the case of persuasion, weirdly enough, it says, um, it says the, oh, the opposing value and the resisting value. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay. So the resisting value is a three. We're going against a charisma of five. 
Okay, and we get a column shift out of that. I think I'm doing this right. <laughs> it would be, be honestly be easier for me to just look on the fucking table. But like, I'm like, <laughs> like, no, I have to use this. Correct. I have to use this. I have to use this gadget. <laughs> this is Batman. We need gadgets. That's right. Exactly. Let me see. Let me just double check here on the actual table. So you are a five against his three. So normally that would be a two. One column shift makes it a three. Okay, great. So you get three wraps against his against his um, spirit of three. So that's boom. You did it. That's a that's full full wraps as they say. Great. Okay. Um, Yeah. If the wraps earned equals the target spirit, target will agree to the hero's request or believe what the hero is saying. Nice. Okay. So you give him the old cheeky glance. Yeah, look at him. He just nods back at you. I kind of smirk, yeah, and he he nods back at me, like, you know, here he goes. (laughs) He don't learn today. (laughs) Maybe he's tried to stop you in the past, and he's just like, that was not worth it. So I just need to (laughs) let him do his thing. That's right. Oh, man, and now I get to use my city knowledge and my uh, street low connections. Oh, man. I want to get... Yeah, yeah. I want to get chased by the cops at some point. I'm not saying today. <laughs> I just want to get chased by the cops at some point during Robin's life here. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Before okay. he becomes Jason Todd. Of course. <laughs> the Red Hood. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. True. All right. Yes. So, okay. So, um, yeah, what's the plan? You're you're heading back out on the street. We'll say it's about 2 a.m. You know. Nice. Um, what are you, what are you thinking? Definitely hit up Taco Bell for the fourth meal. <laughs> Today's episode sponsored. Sponsored by Taco Well, this is a fantasy role-playing game. After all, we can indulge in this fantasy. Uh, 2 a.m. Taco Bell. Oh my God. <laughs> Being 13. Um, yeah, exactly. 13 years old, needing Taco Bell whenever you damn well please. <laughs> Let's just sit in this moment and just... <laughs> enjoy <laughs> whatever crunchy mm. uh taco mm. that i had in there live the fantasy uh, so good um all right so <laughs> <laughs> what is the plan do i need to do you think i should stick to this mission or should i just like go out and vigilante uh gotham that, that is a hundred percent on you um yeah if you want to if you want to just play being at a vigilante then that's totally Totally your prerogative. Well, I think that's probably what I'm going to end up doing because right now we don't really have a lot of information to go off of with like our main mission here. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and like what we do have, Bruce is analyzing, right? Correct. So, so I don't really have much going on. I'm just like, oh, whatever. But like fighting up uh, or beating up that. Um, that one thug kind of got my blood going. And then we started, uh, you know, we got called in to look at some stuff and I, I I'm just like still feeling the adrenaline. Mm. Um, especially like after everybody got, you know, got me all hopped up signing autographs and stuff. That's so, true. It did yeah. kind of go to your head, you know, totally okay. went to my head. So I'm just going to go out and I'm going to look for more of those, I'm just going to look for more street punks because I think Bruce is soft on them. Um, and they need to be, they need to be taught a lesson. 
they need to be taught a lesson and you know the class okay. is in session oh shit all right so you got the map of gotham city in front of you there and you have yeah. city knowledge so i can give you some rundowns of your 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 best bets i guess where is wayne manor wayne what manor is in uh number five which is bristol gotham's most exclusive neighborhood hmm. it's the uh, little little wang shaped peninsula there yeah mm. Weird and that, uh, weird that yes. Wayne Manor is not even like listed, isn't it? Yeah, um, seems to be a bit of an oversight there. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Hmm. What are some good places? So, of course, you were held <laughs> captive in a warehouse at the Lower East Side, which is uh, sort of next door from where you are. Um, and what else do we have here? East River, which is number four, formerly fashionable neighborhood in the 1930s. Mm. Um, but because gangsters uh, and nouveau riche began buying property there, the sort of moneyed aristocracy moved away. And uh, today the area is a low rent district with more than its share of youth gangs. Mm. Um Fun trivia fact, the East River area is where Bruce Wayne made his first reconnaissance trip and was injured just prior to his becoming the Batman. Maybe that's what I'll do then. That's where he got the shit kicked out of him, but he went, yeah. oh man, maybe this vigilante thing isn't for me. Yeah, maybe I'll go there and be like, I'm going to show Bruce that like I can handle it. And Ooh. I'm going to succeed where he failed. All right, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After getting hey, Taco hey. Bell, of course. Well, but of course. this is, yeah. Um, yeah. Live Moss. That, live. <laughs> Jesus. Actually, I think 86 is the heyday of Make a Run for the Border, the classic. Oh, wow. Taco Bell. Yeah. Make a Run for the Border. Yeah. Definitely doing that. Um, yeah, Taco Bell's listed right here. <laughs> it's here on the Gotham map. Wayne Manor yeah, isn't on the Gotham map, but Taco Bell. <laughs> Every single Taco Bell franchise location is listed on this map. And man, there's a lot of them. Oh um, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, all right. So I get on the, I get out of the, so I pedal or walk the, uh, uh, my, my motorcycle out of the bat cave. I've given, yes. I've given Alfred a cheeky glance. He, he, he's like, all right, you know, go on to your thing. Yeah. And, uh, as soon as I get out, I like there's like a little hill maybe going mm. down, and then like, mm-hmm. I can I jump on the bike, I let it just kind of idle down, and then as it's kind of hitting peak speed, I turn it on and then crank the the accelerator yeah. and fucking rip out. <laughs> yeah. So what what kind of motor motoricycle are we talking about here? It's not a dirt bike, I'm sure. Uh, no, so like a Yamaha is... or something. Uh, yeah, probably or like an old Honda, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, why'd you ask me that question? No, I'm gonna have to. Now we're off on a little. You know... <laughs> yeah, it's an old GM trick saying I need to uh, buy myself some time to quickly read up on the East River. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of motorcycle do you drive? <laughs> right. What kind of motorcycle? Well, the yeah, it's definitely an old Honda. God, this thing is mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um. <laughs> red red honda um there's probably some chrome on it but it's mostly like red black and yellow to fit the theme you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
as well as some it's probably got like uh i don't know not really like uh what's it called not not like batman iconography but more robin mm. iconography i guess mhm mhm um robin motorcycle in the 80s what did what what did robin what did cartoon robin drew uh he drove like kind of like a <clears throat> or he, he yeah he rode kind of um what do you call those things they're a little more they've got a lot of body on them okay uh, almost like almost like uh like a racing cycle kind of thing yeah exactly almost looks like a ducati these days you know there's just oh, like, a, right. like a lot of plastic mm-hmm. on them um yeah. i'm not doing that i'm going for the honda <laughs> yeah classic <laughs> way cooler um yeah almost like um yeah because i wouldn't drive i wouldn't even though penny would drive like uh like an old like world war ii like uh you know fucking u.s army motorcycle with like a soft tail i don't think Mm -hmm. robin i don't think robin in the 80s would ride one of those yeah no so that's what i'm riding all right yeah and it looks fucking great (laughs) (laughs) looks real good i feel great riding it i feel like a i feel like a real grown-up you know for the first time i'm like oh man i'm out here doing my thing one day i'm gonna be doing this i'm not even gonna need bruce's help he's gonna be begging me for help (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and i'm gonna make you taco bell totally right right (laughs) i'll help you dude but you gotta buy me a Cheesy Gordita oh, Crunch. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't think they had those in 86. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So very good. Um, so. Oh, wait. Do we have some music? Do we have music today? We do. Are you not, are you not getting any background music from Roll20 right now? I'm not. Interesting. Interesting. Classic. <clears throat> yeah. Classic is, roll uh, twenty. Maybe oh, I have to share the sound. There we go. Interesting. Okay, so you can hear it if I share it through my computer. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. It's only I have been hearing the atmospheric music. Personally. True. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've been... <laughs> well, I hear it now. Okay. It's, and it's great. <laughs> it's kind of our go-to. Um, <laughs> What's it called this 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 track is called attitude um Ooh, no this dark, track is, is dark city dark city yes yeah so good mm-hmm. really good all right but i feel like i should also put on something to represent the fact that you are making your way into into the bad part of town so oh yeah we'll just bring in some city under siege on this as well mm. all right so so yeah, the East River. Um, it's like I say, as you're as you're sort of cruising the streets, you're seeing um, all this evidence of like, you know, faded grandeur, right? Like there's these mm-hmm. these old like Art Deco style facades that are now like covered in in soot and industrial grime, you know, and uh, graffiti everywhere. Graffiti, yeah, like there's a there's a billboard for like, you know, pink seven up, but it's all covered in graffiti, <laughs> you know, <Pink> seven up. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. 
vanilla Coke or marshmallow Coke. What do they have? Back oh then? yeah. Vanilla Coke for sure. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, you know, like, like, you know, the, the theaters have all been turned into like porno theaters, you know, sweet. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like, um, Biff Tannen reality Hill Valley, you know, like, <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> 1985. Tan in Hill Valley. There we go. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, "Where's the Trump character? There's got to be one." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to find out who the mayor is at this point. See if I can <laughs> turn him into the Trump character. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so but yeah, you can see this kind of faded grandeur. Uh, you know, the the formerly luxurious hotels are now like rent by the hour kind of establishments. You mm. know, and. Um, and yeah, but uh, closer to the river, there is kind of a more thriving uh, nightlife scene. There's a, a series of music clubs, um, which, according to this book, quote, produce a thriving brand of urban blues. Urban so blues? It's basically just like the movie Roadhouse all the time down there. Uh, I, guess. I found my people. The Jeff Healy band is in permanent residence at every single one of these clubs. You know, I almost suggested casting uh, Commissioner Gordon as Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah. Or, well, we gotta find. Patrick we gotta Swayze find a good, Gordon. good, uh, good role for Swayze for sure. He needs, we need our Swayze representation. Uh, always. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, you know that it's also uh, very, very much a sort of gang dominated uh neighborhood presumably these gangs have more than eight members uh (laughs) (laughs) but everything from like you know petty street crimes to drug trafficking um and um so forth and so let me see what you find on patrol so yeah uh let's see i said it was about 2 a.m how, I mean, do you intend to just patrol till sunrise, basically? I would say so. Maybe like three or four hours. Like, I want to I wanna be out here long enough to prove myself. Like, I want right. to, wanna, you know, get in a fight. Mm. Um, I'm definitely looking for people. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking to tar- target drug dealers, first of all. Um, okay. And, and then kind of go after that. But, um, but, yeah, I'm just kind of on the lookout for whatever. Or whatever but i want to prove myself tonight okay. that way i can i can you know when we're watching the news uh in the morning or whatever bruce does um <laughs> you're right you know maybe i'll show up on there and be like yeah that was me bruce while you were sleeping i was out <laughs> doing the job i was i was out practicing the sword that's right uh <laughs> <laughs> or mastering the sword yeah. um Okay, so let's let's just review really quickly here. Uh, Robin learns a lesson. Quote, if the Batman ever prohibits Robin from participating in a case the Cape Crusader feels is too dangerous. Now, this wasn't an explicit prohibition, but you are True. disobeying him. Yeah. Uh, but Robin goes ahead and joins in against his mentor's will. The Boy Wonder receives an extra standard award for the adventure as long as he sustains no killing damage throughout the case and he and the Batman defeat the villains. So I would I would be willing to go like halfway on this and just say I was like say, yeah yeah like maybe maybe you get a little bit of a bump on your on your hero points or something I'm okay know? with that I'm okay with yeah. that 
as long as you receive no killing damage. But remember, right. each and every wrap of killing damage that Robin sustains during any adventure, Batman loses 10 hero points. <laughs> Sorry, Des. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, but, but he automatically receives five hero points for any... Oh, no, that's an adventure in which he specifically gives it to you, saying, here, Robin, right. why don't you handle this? Okay. All right, that's fine. So, um, very good, very good. All right, so I'm going to roll... This is the one time in the game, apparently, that you roll percentile dice. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Weirdly enough, yeah. And it's even weirder, because, like, I mean, obviously, it's like a random encounter. There's a range of outcome, you know, like I roll on for each hour. So we're going to have three, you know, we'll, we'll say four. We'll, we'll give you four chances to find something going on. Um, the weird thing, though, is that it isn't just like, you know, a 20% chance. So if you roll 20 or under, something happens. It gives these weird ranges, and the ranges vary. So like, like this one neighborhood is minimum 10, max 30. So that means if I roll percentile, my result is between 10 and 30, something happens. But if it's less than 10 or more than 30, nothing happens. Oh, and but then elsewhere it's like minimum 40 max 80 so like the window shifts and i'm trying for the life of me to understand why they did that and i cannot I, i've i've read over it multiple times there doesn't seem to be any particular reason for putting it like that other than mm. i guess just to keep people on their toes i don't know <laughs> right so, yeah it gives like, you a reason to look at the table i guess prevent like, you oh, from we get it? Pre prevent the players from figuring out a pattern i don't know right just genius at work, dude. That's all this is. <laughs> genius at work. All right. So let me check. Uh, oh, wow. East River is a hopping kind of place. So, mm-hmm. All right. Looks like Robin's going to find something on his uh -huh. first hour of yeah. patrolling. Let's see what that oh. might be. And I'm totally like, I'm like speeding down these streets. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> Goddamn kids. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cape fucking blasting behind me. Hell yeah. I've got cool goggles on that, you know, kind of look like my Robin mask. Yeah. Corey Feldman hair. Yeah. Blowing blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I probably I probably have some kind of mask on too. Like uh mm. um just like, um, you know, something that's like goes over my nose and mouth just so I don't get like a bunch of bees hitting me in the face or whatever. <laughs> bees? <laughs> specifically bees, not specific, flies. Yeah, specifically or gnats, bees. But yeah, bees. no. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a deadly fear because that happened to your uncle once. Okay. You know, he's riding a motorcycle and a bee just went right down his throat. It's disgusting. Like I've, I've seen, uh, uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> what is that movie? It's not Stand By Me. It's, uh, you know, oh. what I'm talking about. <laughs> My girl, <laughs> my girl. <laughs> the kid dies from bee stings. That's a that one too many times. <laughs> oh, but look at this art on this page here. So it's got you know Batman and Robin jumping out of the Batmobile. Oh, so it's got Batgirl on a motorcycle, and that looks exactly <gasps> like the motorcycle you picked up. So oh my god! Go. Cool? On brand. On brand. Batgirl, Baby. look at her. So hot. I know. Good for I her. Know. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Taking her power back um, <laughs> until the Joker shoots her. All right. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right. The well, Joker. speaking of that. <laughs> you really do be out there doing he, shit. He, he is out there. 
<laughs> he is out there. Um, okay, so speaking of all that, um, yeah, you you round a bend, and uh, yeah, you're just on. You're you're maybe a few blocks, a couple blocks away from the from the the entertainment district, we'll say, mm. and um, and you see uh, a little gaggle of of guys. Um, they're all like clearly street punks, right? Because they've they've got their um, their leather jackets and uh, their mohawks and shit, right? Got and cool. um, and let's see here, they would be sporting the iconography <gasps> of. Let's see, it's like um, <clears throat> kind of like a, a Chinese dragon, but it's like blue. It's, it's like Ooh. in hues of blue. And uh, anyway, it looks like they, it looks like some kind of beatdown is going on because you see they're kind of gathered around presumably somebody because they're like delivering a bunch of kicks with their steel-toed boots and they've mm-hmm. got baseball Boot bats body. in their hands and and chains and shit. So Damn. yeah, they're they're just beating the shit out of some poor poor sap. Holy shit! So uh, so let's let's um, let me see if they. <laughs> How many of these guys are there? <laughs> yeah, well, it's impossible to say because you're speeding around the corner, right? Oh, so, holy shit, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, in fact, I'm gonna say they, they hear that automatically. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not trying to be stealthy, so no, no, no. Um, so, so, yeah. What do you want to do? I mean, you kind of have a split second to make a decision here. What do you want to yeah. do? I think stealth is the old man's thing, you know. So, sure, I'm, uh, sure. So I probably like as soon as I see this going on. Hmm. Um. I probably slam on the brakes and uh, kind of Haneda style, you know, like skid the <laughs> skid the motorcycle on yeah. both wheels, like going forward, yep. uh, you know, until, you know, my foot plants. I, I look at these guys. I assume that they stop what they're doing and they look at me because I've made. They do a- pause. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um. And uh, as they're kind of looking at me, I put the kickstand down on the bike, dismount, and um, what weapons do I have? I just have the Batarang, huh? You have the, the Robin Rang, yeah. Mm, yeah, the Robin Rang. Man, I wish I had that. Uh, when did Robin get his, like, um, bow staff? <laughs> when did Robin get his 357? Yeah. Uh- <laughs> when does Robin get his Dirty Harry? <laughs> I would imagine that I don't know. That sounds vaguely familiar to me, but maybe that's one. Of, maybe that's like Robin Three or something. Yeah, um, that might be a new thing. Um, yeah. I can't remember. But all right, so yeah, um, I get off there. I take my so mask re- off or whatever. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was gonna say take your full mask off. Like, oh. hello, it's me, Jason Todd. <laughs> no, I take out my I take off my anti bee mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, do remember though that you do have the Omni gadget, um, which allows you to replicate any five-point power. Mm, so, yeah. uh, you, so you've got your batarang, or you could have maybe something else in your utility belt that could help you out, like fog, for instance. You might have smoke pellets. I did like the whatever. fog, uh, yeah. but I used that one, so I can't use it again. Oh, that's right. All, that's right. All bat powers only happen once. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. In fact, hmm, Omni gadgets. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I mean, technically, this is a new session, so I don't mm, know. True. 
I'm gonna have to gonna have to look up Omni gadgets here while we're talking and just see see what the limits are on those. But uh, yeah, if you if you want to think about it, I'll you know you can certainly Holy use shit. one. Hmm. Uh, so and I remember the base power or the base cost can be five or five or less, and I five can or use less. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and invulnerability is a five. <laughs> Okay, so like you have a bulletproof vest on or something. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Um, yeah. Solar sustenance <laughs> is a five. Vitamin D tablets. You have vitamin okay. D tablets. <laughs> okay, good. Um, ice control. That's pretty fucking badass. That's cool. Full vision, directional hearing, languages. Oh, like a. That's cool. Oh, chameleon. That's. Fucking dude, I'm totally gonna do the chameleon thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that sounds awesome. Cause I, I just have this idea of me like total predator style, like hitting a thing on my on my uh on my chest, you know, and then it just mm-hmm. like invisibility cloak, and then I just go around and like beating the shit out of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the goal. That's the goal. That is that is the goal. Okay. Oh, dude, um, Aura of Fear base costs 30. I need to get that. Ooh, I, need to, I need to get me some of that. Yeah. Mind blank, microscopic vision. Is a, Those are fives. Radar sense. Recall, speak with animals, five. Ooh, that's cool. Super hearing, super ventriloquism, suspension, uh, thermal vision, telescopic vision. Oh, time travel is 500. Okay, you have a 500 point <laughs> Omni gadget. Just so you know, just so you know. Oh, uh, Lord. One, this one says joined. I don't even know what that means. Joined. Hmm. Base cost Maybe five. psychically? Psychically joined? I don't know. Maybe. And then magic sense. I could sense magic. I okay. cast sense magic. Every room. I sense magic. <laughs> I sense magic. God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, it says here, it says here, um, an Omni Gadget may be used for one battle or for a duration of time equal to its AP rating, whichever is shorter. Omni Gadgets may never possess skills or advantages. Okay. Um, they have but one single ability, their AP rating. Okay. Um, okay. Or right, so Omni Gadget may be taken away. So for one battle, I can't be like, oh, I have uh, air walking. And then uh, someone speaking Arabic, and I need—I I can't change it to languages. Right. Oh, here we go. Omni gadgets can be replaced after they have been used, just like any other gadget. Although oh, it is not necessary to buy parts to replace an Omni gadget. Okay. So, so oh. pay, pay the hero point cost. No gadget rolls are necessary. Da, da, da. Uh, the entire device can be rebuilt in two days time. Okay. All right. So basically, so you used your smoke bomb, which means right. you used your Omni gadget. Okay. So it's, it's basically a one use thing, but you then pay 10 hero points. And in two days, you get your, your Omni gadget refreshes. Basically. Oh, so, okay. So I, so do I still have the fog machine? You don't because you used it. And oh, so, ba- and, and basically it goes back to just being an Omni gadget. So like if you wanted it to be a fog fog machine or fog smoke pellets or whatever, again, that's fine. But you know, there's this sort of time delay in between. 
mm, of two days. So I'm good. So I'm raw dog in this fight. You're raw dog in it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh boy. Here we go. Ah, oh boy. <laughs> well, I've got the, I've got the batarang. I've got the Robin ring. Yeah. And I've got a radio in case I need to call the cops. <laughs> Help. <laughs> 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 oh, oh and no. my oh my battering it's it's the battering with rope yeah so i can like martial artist fucking jackie chan these motherfuckers <laughs> maybe that's okay that's the new goal that's the new goal but predator right. omni gadget inbound just a couple days here okay all right duly noted <laughs> all right so i'm gonna say there's four of these guys um so you have you have take you've you know sort of brought your motorcycle to a screeching halt you're looking at them they're looking back at you a couple of them actually look around like they look up at the rooftops oh right and yeah. uh you know one of them goes hey where's your uh where's your guardian <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god i almost uh <laughs> spoken movie quotes so i can't um just me baby (laughs) just me baby uh oh was army of darkness um right so yeah i just i um i shake my head and i'm like uh you know i don't need him to take care of punks like you Ooh, good one. Thanks. <laughs> do you want to try and uh, intimidate them? Like, Yes, I do. All right. So, um, Which that would be, do you want to intimidate charisma. all of them all at once? Do or... any of them, is there a bruiser amongst the 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 crew are these guys all the same? They look there... about the same. Okay, you know, okay. there's yeah, yeah. Uh, then yeah, I guess I'll try to interrogate or uh, not interrogate, intimidate the group. Yes. Okay. So your acting value is your influence, since that's better than your charisma. And let me see here, you're doing a you're doing a multi attack basically. Yeah, multi attack with so... the inf of six. Okay. Influence of six, multi-attack on four. Okay. All right, so you're going to be going uphill against a two-column shift penalty, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. And, um, yeah, so a six, you say. A six. All right, they're resisting with their aura of two. So normally that is a seven or better. But with the two column shift, it's an 11 or better. Um, and you can spend upwards of six hero points. I'm going to do that. Okay. So I'm going to spend three. Eh, I'll spend, spend four. Spending four is the same as spending three. If okay. you spent five, though, that would bump you up a level. I'll do five then. Okay. So that makes it a five or better. Five or better. Let's go. Not too bad. 17. Doom! All right. Yo. So, one, two, three. Three column shifts in your favor. My God, yes. And then we're going to bump it back two because of the multi-attack. So that'll just be the one column shift, though. 
Still and then, good. yeah, and then we're using your charisma of five against their aura of two again. Or are okay. we using my influence of six? Um, no, because wait a minute, hold on, let me see here. <clears throat> Intimidation uh, is influence. Let's see here, attack value. Okay. Resistance value is spirit. Oh yeah, it is still your influence. Well, I don't. I guess it's just the effect value. Oh yeah, it's your effect value. Duh. <clears throat> so it's your effect value is normally your aura, and their spirit is the resistance value. Okay. There we go. Okay. At the end of the day, it's all the same because they have an aura and an influence of two. Nice. Both. Oh. But nice. so in this case, yeah, your charisma substitutes for your aura because your aura is a five is a four, right? Yes. And your charisma is a five. Okay. Okay. So five versus two. Mm-hmm. And then we got one column shift. So that is actually you do five wraps. <laughs> <laughs> you do five wraps against these guys. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Wow. I, like, I you know, I I lay down the saucy line, you know, like I don't need him to take care of punks like you. And then um there's a shot of uh Robin's chiseled calves for <laughs> one of them. And uh and you see yeah. the batarang like drop down like ah! with the rope. And yeah. it's like uh <laughs> Wow. Okay. So it says intimidated target remains intimidated for amount of time equal to the wraps earned minus their spirits. So that's three um, that's three AVs which is uh, 32 seconds. Okay. I believe combat rounds are 10 seconds apiece. So oh, you basically shit. have three combat rounds in which these guys are going to remain intimidated. <laughs> During a combat phase combat phase, excuse me. Any okay. intimidated characters always move after all characters who are not intimidated. So you don't even we don't have to worry about initiative. Wow. Um, That's good. With the intimidated character with the highest initiative total moving first among the intimidated characters. Also, an intimidated character can be automatically prevented from taking any hostile actions or moving by his or her intimidator, <gasps> though the intimidator cannot perform any dice actions during a phase in which he or she exerts control over any intimidated targets. Mm. Interesting. Okay. The Intimidator's control over the target is limited to preventing him or her from taking hostile actions or moving. The Intimidator can never compel the target to act in any other way or dictate the actions of the target. Okay, so we are still going to roll initiative just so that I... Well, no, I'm just rolling for them as a group. So actually, that doesn't yeah. even matter. Um, although, I guess, technically, what's your initiative bonus? Plus 18. Plus 18. Okay, yeah, there's no way I could beat you. So, um, so yeah, we'll just assume I'm losing the initiative each time. And um, so I will be declaring my actions first. So you've clearly spooked them. Um, they are gonna fan out and um, yeah, just try to try to bum rush you basically um, mm -hmm. all at once. So what would you like to do? Oh man. Um... I'm going to move closer, um, spinning my batarang on the rope. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, just like ready to start like swinging this thing around and and putting these fools out of commission. Yeah. Um, so I'm also just going to be kind of like moving forward and positioning myself. Um, it's that's not a dice action though. So I wonder. Yeah. What what would what would mechanically what would benefit me more? What should I? Should I stop them from moving, or do I want them kind of spread out? Let's see. Cinematically, it's cooler if they're spread out, because then I can start taking them on. Correct. Also, the the wording here seems to indicate that you can only exert that control over one person at a time, even if you have multiple people intimidated. Mm, Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Well, that's fine, then. Then I'll let them kind of do their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, as long as they've stopped, you know, boot party on this fool or whatever. Yeah. Um, can I get a look at this guy now that they've stopped? Does this look like an innocent person? Does it just look like another street thug or? Uh, it, it does look like some, some innocent bystander who got, you know, wrong place at the wrong time situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I know I'm doing the right thing. And even mm-hmm. if, even if it was a street thug, you know, maybe I'll save him and then turn him straight. Right. Right. All right. So yeah, we all just I think we just spend the first round of combat um just like positioning ourselves. Um I'm taking mental note of where everyone is located. I'm swinging around the batarang on the rope, ready to start launching it at dudes. Um and I'm putting some I'm putting making sure that I have distance between every one of these guys so that I'm setting myself up for the uh you know the the badassery that's about to follow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like you can set a condition, for example. So you can say like, uh, I will wait until, you know, one of these guys gets within a certain amount of distance and then I'll throw the batarang at him or, you know, mm. something like that, right? Uh, if you want to let them make the first move. Yeah, I kind of want to let them make the first move. Um, so I'm going to let them make the first move, but if anybody tries to do anything like um, hmm. get too close or draw a weapon, I want to use my intimidation power to stop one of them from doing so. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So remember these guys have like baseball bats and chains, so they are, they are armed. Um, and technically I rolled assault with a deadly weapon. Well, so I think they are going to be doing killing damage. Okay. Say less. Playing for keeps. Let's go. Say less. (laughs) 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 All right. So they start moving in on you. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're all coming in simultaneously. Um, are they, they kind of spread out? Are they all in one cluster? What's the they, they are spread out. They are spread out. So like just cool. kind of a, a, you know, semicircular arc around you. Awesome. Good. <laughs> so we'll say there's two guys with bats, two guys with chains. We're just in full double dragon mode at this point. Hell yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm going to say Bef- like, yeah. Bef- before we get started, can we take a quick yeah. break? Oh, yes. Thank Let's you. Let's do so. Okay. Indeed. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
I realized I forgot to put the skirmish music on anyway, so we'll get that oh. going here. There we go. Oh, Oops. yeah. Suitably. Great track. Going here. Oh, yeah. Great track. All right. Okay, so here we go. Now, I was just uh, glancing here at the actions. Um, so I've mentioned, you know, automatic actions, dice actions. Specifically, it says here, when a character's when it's a character's turn in combat, she or he can perform up to three actions, but only one of these actions can be a dice action. The character could, for example, move, automatic action, pick up an object, automatic action, and then throw the object at something, dice action. Or move, automatic action, punch the villain, dice action, and summon the police via radio, automatic action. Three actions may be performed in any order. The dice action does not have to come first or last, and the character does not have to perform all three actions if the player so desires. Interesting. Well, there you go. Gives you a little, a little something to work with there. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Berklish. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so what would you like to do as they're moving in on you? You yeah, said you wanted to target one of these guys, right? Yeah, like I said, if they start drawing weapons or whatever, I want to prevent Oh, they're drawn. Okay, the I want to prevent... Two, I guess I would prevent two of them from drawing over the course of their intimidation. Or if yeah. I prevented one from drawing it, would they just draw it the second round? Well... You could, you could, um, we'll see. Okay. So again, like the, the weapons are out already because they were beating this guy down with a oh, deadly true. weapon. True, 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 true. So I'm trying to think, I mean, you, you could just prevent a guy from, from advancing, but yeah, it's, it's only good for the one round. So. Do they um, get any, any kind of other penalties for being intimidated? Are there, they just, they just automatically move after you do. Okay. And there's four of these guys? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to attack two at a time. Maybe Ooh. that's what we'll do. So the first round, we spend positioning ourselves. Okay. Um, and then the second round, I'm going to start swinging. <laughs> so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah. And um, this is, again, this is the, with the batarang on the rope. Uh, so I'm like swinging it around and then, you know, fucking kick it. I've got martial arts training. Yes. So I'm like kicking it. It's flying around my neck. You know, I'm total fucking 80s uh, <laughs> right. martial arts movie here. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, cool. I like that. Um, let's see if there's like anything. to imagine Corey Feldman doing this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> maybe it's less thing, martial artsy and more action hero-y. Well, um, but yes. Know. So there is something called a flailing attack, which Ooh, um, sounds like be, it. A flailing attack is the opposite of a critical blow. It is a slow, deliberate attack that places a higher premium on striking the target than upon inflicting damage. Hmm. Um, so the defender's opposing value against the flailing attack is decreased by two column shifts, while their resistance value is increased by three. Um, in hand-to-hand -hand combat, a flailing attack might represent a feint or flurry of quick, less powerful blows. So you could use that to offset your multi-attack penalty, for example. I like that idea. 
Yeah. Okay. And it is just like, uh, like, yeah, the point here is to just like get as many attacks in as I can. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really going for like, here's the one killing blow. I'm just like, bam, bam, right. bam. Like it, the batarang is flying around. Yeah, the rope yeah. is getting, you know, shot out, yeah. popped in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right. So let's see here. You have a dex of six and your martial arts is a six as well. So really, again, we're using your martial arts more as the um, effect value for your strength. Right. Rather than the acting value. All right. So we've got a six. Their dex is a three. So that gives us a nine. Now you are flailing. (laughs) So that gives you. Uh, two column shifts in your favor, but then you are multi-attacking, so that bumps you back one. So currently you need a seven or better. Um, and I'm if you spent spending points. five hero points, that would give you a three or better. All right, that's what I'm doing. Sure. Makes sense. Let me know if the music's too loud. Though. It's good for me, but I may be quiet. No, you're good. Okay. It's, it's always worse on, on the listener's end for some reason. So. Oh, my God. I got another 17. Exact same roll Whoa. as last time. A 9 and an yeah, 8. Look at that. All right. Cool. So we've got uh, one, two, three column shifts again. Shoo. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. So we're substituting your martial arts for your strength, which is a 6. Their body is a 3. All right. So 6 versus 3. Brown. And then now's where we get into the wild column shifting because you're multi-attacking smoked. and flailing. So that actually gives them four column shifts in their favor. So that's one, <laughs> two, three, four. Wait, wait, I, did I do the column? No, I didn't. I didn't apply the column shifts though. Okay. So we have four column shifts in their favor and then you, you earned three, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's one column shift net. Okay. So as it stands now, that gives you one wrap. Remember, you need to do three wraps to take these guys out. Mm-hmm. And I think and you can spend hero points on results. Let me just double check that. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll spend I'll spend points to start taking <coughs> these guys out. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see here. So because if if so, then I have some very good news for you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Okay. Each hero point spent increases the AV, EV, OV, or RV by one AP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, however, I do have some hero points I can work with here as right. well. True. So I'm going to start out. I'm just going to tell you right, right off the bat, I'm spending three hero points per dude to bump their body up to six. Holy shit. Okay. And so that is going to have a certain effect. Now, um, what would you like to do? Can I match that three? You can. You certainly can. I do. In fact, I would even go so far as to say, let me see here. Let me just make sure I'm doing all this correctly. So you have <laughs> you have an effect of six against their three. You had a net of a plus one column shift. Okay. So under normal circumstances, you would be doing three wraps against them, which would be enough to take them out. Right. I'm spending three hero points myself, which takes me to a four, which means two wraps. Now, 
All you have to do is spend one hero point, and now you're doing four wraps against them. Spending one hero point. Boom. Per guy. Per guy. Oh, per guy. So three total. Or uh, how many guys? Two. Four? Two. You're, okay. You were multi-attacking two. Right. Right. Okay. okay Good. Cool. <laughs> well, technically, by the genre rules, that's as many as you can attack. So anyway. Oh, oh yeah. If, if you remember, we're doing 80s Batman genre rules. So Right. Yes. Perfect. Okay. All by design. We remembered that entirely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I just I just take that to mean in combat. Like I, I feel like yeah. you can multi-attack more than two guys with a intimidation, for example. I mean Sure. Yeah, definitely. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. Great. Come so this on. is awesome. So so basically these guys are charging in and you do the sort of wusha kata routine. <laughs> and uh it's just like and then now there's two guys just laid out on the ground, basically. Hell yeah. And the battering comes back to me. I s I'm swinging yep. it around still. Well, I, here come the other two guys, so they're yeah. gonna let's do they're it. gonna come at you um, with their killing attack. So let's see, do they have martial arts? They do not. Okay. So (laughs) they have a (laughs) dex of three. And what is your dex of six? Six. Okay, cool. So I need a 13 or better normally. I'm going to say, I mean, they are kind of doing a team attack. So that gives me one column shift in my favor. So uh, now I need an 11 or better. If I spend four hero points... I can make that a seven or better. Would you like to spend hero points to offset that? How many do I need to spend? Um, if you spend, well, you can spend up to six and you are, oh wait, let me make sure I'm, again, let me make sure I'm on the right column. <laughs> um, okay, there we are. Okay, that's right. I column shifted over one for the team attack and then I'm spending uh, four. There I am. Okay, so there I am on the table. Seven or better. Now you can spend. Um, let's see here. You can spend up to six, but I don't think you have to spend the, the whole ass amount. If you spent five, that would make it a thirteen or better. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Basically, get it back to where we started. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool though. That's a cool mechanic. It's like yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. get this huge bonus, and I'm like, I guess I'll drain my hero points and yeah, not get like back they're, down. They're trying everything they can. They're team attacking you. They're spending hero points, so it's forcing you to counteract that as best totally. you can. Which yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I need a 13 or better. So let me do that. Let me see what I can roll on the advanced dice roller. There. Okay. All right, two, a D10, a please. Ooh, oh, 14. 14. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right, so I did have an effect. Now my strength uh, is a two. What is your body? My body is four. All right, not bad. Um, mm-hmm. So I am going to spend my last remaining hero point for each one of these guys to do one wrap of killing damage against you. Mm. Um, Oh, and remember, you're having to spend hero points per dude. So those five points, it was actually 10, right? Oh, fuck. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, if you spent, you said your body is a four? 
Four, correct. Four. So all you have to do is spend one point per due to nullify that. I'm doing that. Okay. Currently have 69 hero points. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away from it. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> okay. Wow. So uh, new Brutal. Rounds. Brutal. 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 Yeah. So you're just barely dodging out of the way of these... Uh, like a chain goes whizzing right past your head, like, you know, could totally. have easily cracked your skull. Next dude comes in low, tries to kneecap you with his baseball bat. You just Oof. barely, you know, pull your leg back just in time. You can feel the breeze on your leg. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, pr- I probably did a standing backflip, actually. Oh, actually. I did a standing backflip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good enough um so (laughs) all right so then we are on to the next turn so uh or phase rather so remember we have three phases that they are intimidated so again you're automatically going to go before them however Mm -hmm. and there's no way i can beat your initiative so we're not even going to bother rolling that so they're just going to press their attack. They're going to keep up their team attack against you. However, I'm out of hero points now. So, you know, and factor that and in. It, as you and there's know. only two guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to do a critical blow on one of them. Nice. Okay, totally. Is that what it's called? That is what it's called. Great. Playing by the okay. Rules. Chain or bat? Not that it really matters, but you know, uh, just for flavor's sake. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go after the guy with the bat. Okay. All right. Um, very good. Very good. So, um, all right. You have a dex of six. They have a dex of three. That means normally you would need a nine or better. However, you're doing a critical blow, which is two column shifts penalty, which makes it a 13 or better. Um, if you spent five hero points, that would make it a seven or better. What I've done. Okay. All right. Here we go. A 13. Nice. A column shift. So you even get two column shifts out of that, actually. Oh my God. Plus uh, two. Wait. Three more from the critical blow. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't even really need. I, I, my only question to you is: Are you doing killing damage or not? Uh, I think. I think subconscious. Maybe I. Maybe I do, but I don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Um, that way it kind of okay. gets, gets a little spicy later when it's like, oh, street thug, you know, killed by, you know, some random blah, blah, blah. All right. Just remember, you'll like... get no hero points for this little outing if you do. Oh, that's right. Fuck. All right. No, no killing. All right. <laughs> Damn it. I know. That's like, that's, that's such a good, uh, like, yeah, you can kill him, but no hero points. And I've yep. been dr- I'm bleeding hero points at this point, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let, but let's just see for sake of argument. So with what did I say? Five column shifts? Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, five I do column wanna, shifts. I do want to knock him back though. Like this dude fucking goes, you know, gets knocked into goddamn Canada. 
<laughs> Gets knocked to Metropolis. Totally. <laughs> All right, so we go one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so you're using your martial arts as your effect value, so that's a mm -hmm. six. And I got an X plus three result from your column shift. So you actually do nine wraps. Oh my God. Nine wraps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, nine wraps of, of uh, damage. So if you had been doing killing damage, so basically what, if you reduce someone to three, uh, zero body rather, if you reduce someone to zero body, um, they're knocked out. If right. you're, and then that's as much as you can do normally. However, if you're doing killing damage, then we go into the negatives. They're not dead until they hit their body in negatives. Right. So in other words, you would have to do six wraps against this guy to kill him. And you just did nine. So, that so would you, would, you would have just flat out. I mean, you would have like snapped his neck or broken his skull and uh, just killed him instantly. You know, so good. Well, yeah, I get I get pleasure in knowing I could have and didn't. That's right. Yeah, you you. You pull your your uh, I don't know what were you doing were you you still using the oh, batarang or uh... so yeah so you know uh, I imagine time kind of like freezing a little bit while I'm uh, you know mm. mid somersault dodging all these weapons yeah um, I land you know do a three point landing um, and then weep underneath his feet to like knock <laughs> him down on the ground yeah and then uh, swing the batarang on the rope. Uh, and basically like clock him right upside the head, you know? And there's yeah. like, there's like a fraction of a second where like, I know the blade of the batarang could like go right over his throat, you know? And Ooh, just yeah. Clear his larynx, but I don't yeah. do that. Uh, instead, I just like put him down. He is bleeding a bit, but he won't die. Mm -hmm. All right. Love that. So last guy, or yeah, there's one guy left. This is the last phase as well that he's going to be intimidated. So, um, I'm going to obviously he's going to keep he, attacking you. But I'm gonna what say would you he, like to do? I'm going to say he can't move. Yeah, you're going to you're going to tell him to stop yeah, right there, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, well, is there is is there a benefit for doing this on the last turn if there's nothing else I can do? Um, I'm going to. Because then I then we have to roll for initiative, right? So I could be like, stop right there, and then get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, uh, I I can't beat your initiative with a plus uh, six. Oh, right. So, um, and he's out of hero points. I'm going to say if you tell him to stop, that's going to stop the combat because he's going to like kind of see what what's going on. Oh yeah, I'm going to look at I'm yeah. So I look at him now. Um, and I've got the batarang still twirling. Yeah. And uh, I say, I can do this all night. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So he, you know, it snaps him out of his sort of adrenaline, adrenalinized, you know, um, battle frenzy. <laughs> and he, he looks down and he sees like two of his compatriots just rolling on the ground and one of them just lying there inert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and then he looks back at you, drops his chain, and just turns and runs. Hell yeah. Um, I'm like, <laughs> so stoked. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. So, totally getting Taco Bell after this. And so, <laughs> I go, <laughs> so I go, uh, I, um, you know, um, I go to the guys who are kind of like rolling around, you know, I, I don't even yeah. pay attention. I'm just like, you know, get up and get your friend and get out of here. Yeah. Um, and then I walk over to the civilian and I kind of like get down on my haunches, you know, and I look at this dude and I offer him a hand up and I'm like, are you, are you okay? Do you need help? Okay. So, um, let's see here. Let's figure out who this guy might be. Mm. Um, so we're nearby to the, to the music district. In fact, you can, you can hear the Jeff Healy band wailing away. <laughs> and I, uh, nearby. I do have, I do have away. street connections low. Um, That's true. So, so I may even know this dude, or maybe he becomes a connection later on. You know. I like that. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's uh, let's double check what connections can do for you. Let's see. Those are powers. Need those. There we go. Connection. Okay. A low-level connection allows a slight acquaintance with an individual. The character met the person once and is on friendly terms with him or her. Hmm. Or contact with someone in the lower ranks of an organization. A low-level connection can often provide somewhat useful information when questioned, but will not usually know everything that his or her organization knows or must be persuaded to reveal the information he or she knows to the character. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so let me just make a little roll here. So would you like to, you know, leverage that? Like maybe this is somebody that you do know, a low level someone or other, or just have them be a random person? Eh, let's just make them random for now. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you, uh, you said you're offering a hand. Yeah, I'm like, let's get you out of here. All right. So yeah, it, it does indeed appear to be someone who was just maybe, you know, out for a night on the town and was, you know, so as he gets up, he's like, he's like, oh, thank you, Robin. Uh, I was, I was just walking back to my car. I think I'd had a little bit too much. These guys got the drop on me. Hmm. Drinking and driving, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so he looks a little abashed (laughs) yeah i'm like let's get you a cab oh nice okay let me radio in radio for a cab yeah Yeah. totally radio for a cab um and i you know sit and hang out with him Mm -hmm. i'm like and you know i might even give him a little lecture like hey man like you need to be careful when you're around here if i hadn't shown up who knows you know you could be in the hospital you could be dead yeah, he uh, he shakes his head ruefully and he says, "I I know it. I know it. I uh, I shouldn't even be coming around this this part of town. Honestly, I mean, I'm a I'm an attorney. I I could certainly afford to go to better places, but I just like the music at these clubs. You know, I get it. It's sick. <laughs> sick sad world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So." Uh, so yeah, so he he's just um, kind of quiet for a while, and then 
and he says, uh, he says, well, I, I was planning on attending the, the big, uh, the big event at the, uh, Manchester Viaduct tomorrow, but I think I'm just gonna stay home and rest up a little bit. What event is that? Do I know? Um, probably because there's just a lot of chatter about it. Um, mm -hmm. it's the it's the aforementioned um appearance of the oh, president right, right. and the premier. Um, but yeah, the Manchester Viaduct is a is a horse racing track track mm, right so, um, um yeah i'd say yeah best stay home i'm sure it'll be on tv yeah yeah i'm not much for horse racing anyway <laughs> um and then as the i guess whenever the cab pulls up mm -hmm. i'll like get on the get on the bike and i'm like stay safe out there he uh just kind of nods he's obviously a little dazed from everything that just happened yeah Probably got a cracked rib or two, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I get on the bike and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I fucking peel out. <laughs> probably back home. Probably back to the Batcave. You're going to head back home. Okay. I think so. I mean, you know, I did what I set out to do. I, I came out here. I proved myself. This is where Batman failed. And I and I Damn. succeeded, and I succeeded. Oh, brutal, <laughs> brutal. Four v one. One and zero. One and zero. That's true. That's Two impressive. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and you know these guys had these guys had some pretty gnarly, you know, uh, pre pretty pretty rough weapons, and these guys were totally trying to kill me. Yeah. And although I'm cocky, uh, I don't want to push my luck too hard. Yeah, yeah. All right, sounds good. Um, let me let me see. Let me see how old Batman made out on things while you were gone. Yeah. Um, get those stats in front of me here. Would something like that? I probably something like. Well, he was he's an attorney, so there's chances. There's a chance that this could make it to the news somehow. Like if he went to the hospital mm -hmm. and was like, oh yeah, I got beat up and, you know, Robin came and saved me. Yeah, yeah. Certainly it would get out to the, you know, like he'd talk about it for sure. Yeah. You know. Okay. So let's see here. All right. Just going to make a roll here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the record, I spent 10 of Desiree's hero points. <laughs> She's like, hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's still only rolled an eight. <laughs> I know, right? It was good, though. That, 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 that made the difference. That would have been a, a fail otherwise. Ooh. So I'm just going to make that note there. Okay. All right. So you arrive back at the Batcave. You know, you know that... Um, you know, by this point, Bruce will have retired, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to sleep sometime. And yeah. uh, since he's currently engaged in a subplot of trying to get sleep, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I definitely, I come in just as sneaky as I came out, mm. you know, like turn the power off, turn the light off. Yeah. Uh, just walk the, walk the bike into the back cave. Yep. 
Okay. Um, so you walk the bike in and um, let me see here. Let me take a look at this at this here back cave map. Um, so I'm curious what the layout is that we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whether you'd be able to see certain sensitive information on your way mm. back to the little thing. <laughs> thing about Bob. <laughs> um, your room, aka your room. Uh, <laughs> there was like thing. one. There was one room where it was like said something like, you know, during the day, Jason Todd is often found here, uh, you know, <laughs> relaxing or lounging around or something like that. It's kind of funny. I think it was just like the entertainment room or something. You know. Um, okay, so you're coming in um, there, and then you've got this. Oh, yeah, there's the lab right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so there's there's um, a couple levels to this to this bat cave, um, and uh, <sighs> mm-hmm. so the lab is upstairs. The computer is downstairs. Okay, all right. So you would you would see the lab, but not the computer. Okay, fine. I might so, even sneak around. You know, just be like, I wonder sure, what Bruce found like. out. While I, yeah. yeah, while I was out doing work, what the hell was Bruce doing? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking his pipe and his peep. <laughs> pontificating. Yeah, pontificating. <laughs> not eating Taco Bell. <laughs> Definitely not. You gotta, I mean, you can maintain that physique really only one way. <laughs> it's not involved Taco Bell runs. True. All right. Sadly. Yeah. All right. So, um, very good. So, let's see. Parking your bike, though, you do see that he was at work in the lab. Mm -hmm. And um, apparently had run some chemical analysis on that sample of makeup that he had collected. Uh, Actually, the makeup and the hay. Hmm. So you can see the, the the monitors showing the, you know, the output um, for these uh, lab analyses. Yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely look at those with interest. Yeah. So the makeup smudge is uh, of an adhesive type of pancake makeup. Um, the freshness of the smudge indicates it was wiped on the knob of the crane during the robbery. Um, and uh, there's like, you know, uh, Batman's notebook, his bat notebook, uh, <laughs> where he's jotted down uh, one of the criminals in disguise, question mark. Mm. And then the other one, the hay analysis, uh, the computer lists several possible sources for the origin point of the hay, hay stalks. Uh, it lists the most likely location as the Manchester Viaduct racetrack due to the analysis of adherence. Other possible sources include equine taxi stables, Dayton Forest Preserve, Gotham Zoo. Interesting. So I can surmise that like uh, somebody perhaps at the racetrack where this big event is going to happen tomorrow is uh, 
obviously involved in one of these crimes. Maybe they've planted something, or they've been messing around with one of the horses, or perhaps they work there. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm sure Bruce has figured this out, and <laughs> I don't want to go through his diary, you know. So sure. <laughs> um, it's like flipping through Patrick Bateman's uh, day planner. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, but I do kind of, yeah, I walk around. So that was the, that was the lab. Where was the other that was part? the lab. So, okay. So I'll just, I'll just tell you mm, yeah. what we're dealing with here. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, you come in through the camouflage door up a ramp and uh, there's like a garage slash repair shop basically where you vehicles are kept. Um, near, near to that is, um, two elevators. One elevator goes down to the lower level, but also goes up to the, uh, camouflaged hangars that, uh, contain the bat plane and bat copter. Um, there's another elevator that goes, uh, up to Wayne Manor and down to the lower level as well. Mm -hmm. Um, on the lower level, you just happen to know is the bat computer, the workshop where Bruce, uh, works on his gadget designs, his bat gadgets, and, uh, also the famous trophy room with the giant penny and the T-Rex and the Joker card oh, and everything nice. else. Yeah. I'd probably go down there to the workroom. Um, one, cause I want to see what else Bruce has figured out. And two, I want to start. Uh, working on my next uh, Omni gadget. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Um, sounds good. So, and I I probably go. I, I probably take all my stuff off too. Um, mm -hmm. That way, like if Bruce comes down, I'm not like dressed like Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think uh, I think you you generally. We, we've sort of established that the uh, costumes are kept in the back cave, you yeah. know, at all times. And, you know, you do your dramatic transformation sequence. And so definitely forth, so. my magical girl, magical girl. Exactly. <laughs> <you know. laughs> all right. So uh, down you go to the lower level. This is also where the gym uh, and sort of exercise area is located. Um, so the yeah, the back computer, it's like you know, one of these like almost like government computers, you know, like with the banks and banks of like, you know, um, um, drives and, and uh, servers and memory banks mm -hmm. and whatnot, you know. And, uh, and then just like, yeah, this like sort of massive wall of like monitors, larger and smaller. Um, and, um, and yeah, you know, you can see that, uh, that it was in use recently um this is kind of kind of trying to picture like how it would look you know it's like it's got the flying toasters uh, screensaver up uh <laughs> the dvd is bit like bouncing around yeah. the screen <laughs> except it's like the bat symbol but it's just like yeah. bouncing around and every every five minutes it perfectly hits the corner and then yeah <laughs> So, um, but no, I, I think this is more like kind of, it's still, it's still text-based. We don't have a, we don't have a GUI yet, you know, so it's all like 
black black screen with green text and all that classic kind of nice. vibe. And so uh, so yeah, I think I think maybe you know you just kind of give it a glance and you can see he was like running multiple analyses at once and like kind of bringing up various um, you know various and sundry um, uh, queries. You know, um, for instance, he was uh, looking up the that uh, management company, the Wonder Management Company, uh, you know, it says cooperative owned and operated by Deaver and Dumfrey Tweed, management for professional entertainers, number of clients, zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> so either a failed company or a shale company. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, but, um, you know, and then, um, you know, some information on the Manchester Viaduct raided by Gotham police four months ago, currently believed to be crime free, uh, considered to be a no man's land by 92% of Gotham street gangs. Hmm. Um, yeah. 92%. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know who are the 8% of assholes. They're like, I'll fucking fight you right now. It's like, hey, what the hell, man? <laughs> Calm probably, down. They're probably the Joker's guys, I guess. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, you're probably right. Just the, the ones who just do not give a shit. Yeah, the ones who are totally, completely unhinged. <laughs> but uh, something in particular grabs your notice. And um, you, you suspect it was maybe the last thing that Bruce pulled up. Uh, cause it's on the main screen and, um, shows like a bunch of like data analysis was being run, you know, and, um, and then just down at the bottom, it has this little output that says available evidence indicates MO of Harvey Dent, AKA Two-Face. Oh man. I, uh, I, I stop what I'm doing. Maybe I had like a, I probably had like a glass of water or something like that yeah um, it's like a little water cooler <laughs> yeah a little water cooler i'm like drinking the water looking at this and then like when i see harvey dent like i i drop the glass and you know it hits the ground mm -hmm. spills the water out yeah um and then i you know get an angry look over my face as i kind of like stew over this and uh yeah make a make a fist you know, all that kind of thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, and yeah, just kind of process this because I know Harvey. I know, I know Harvey Dent is Two Face, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I know Two Face killed my parents. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna go easy on you, Two Face. Like you're going down. I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um yeah. So and then you're just gonna work on your Omni gadget or, or are you too upset for that? What do you think? Mm, yeah, I think I'm probably too upset for that. And it's like late. Like it's probably like four or five in the morning at this point, right? We're getting on for four, yeah, for four. sure. Yeah. And I know Bruce is gonna be and, and tomorrow's the big day. Yeah. So, and there, there's only so much. I mean, Baja Blast isn't even out yet, so I can't even. <laughs> you have a Mountain Dew. Okay, it's true. I could get a Mountain Dew. Uh, that's only going to take me so far. Um, 
So Especially need, after like to... getting in a life-threatening combat with like <laughs> four refugees from Double Dragon. You know? <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, so I probably just go to bed. Okay. Um, but uh, maybe I wake up early and go downstairs and start working on my Omni gadget. Or, okay. uh, well, it's two days, right, to make a new ga- gadget? Yeah, it is. Uh, so I can't even like, is there any way to speed that up? Like... Apparently not. No, that what what you get for an Omni gadget is that normally it's two days and you have to pay money to like refresh the gadget. But with Omni gadgets, you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to do a wealth uh, check or anything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you could I have mean, more than one Omni gadget, you know, if you paid the hero points for it. But how much is the hero points? Good question. Um, so yeah, speaking of hero points, I think we we can wrap it up here. This is a good place maybe to, to so. pause and uh, let Batman come back into the narrative. But that was uh, that was cool. I love I love this little patrol mechanic. You know, so good. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely um, I definitely want the chameleon power. Okay. Base cost is five. Yep. Page 33, if you're interested. <laughs> okay. <Back> to, <laughs> just like I mean, I'm just, if you're interested. Yeah, interested. Um, in <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what that has to say. Let's see what that has to say. Chameleon. Character with this power can alter his or her appearance to resemble any other character. Ah, so it's not oh. exactly a predator situation. Damn. So this would be like a bat disguise kit, basically, you know. That's kind of cool, too, though. For greatest effectiveness, the impersonated character should be roughly the same height, weight, and build as the power's user. Within one foot of height and 20 pounds of weight, the chameleon user's clothing also transforms to resemble that of the target, although no weapons or specialized gear are duplicated. Um, And then, yeah. So there you go. What You know, another thing thing I can do is... uh, you know, I can post up the the gadget rules and you can review them because you can always just build your own gadget. You know, like, I mean, you can buy an Omni gadget, but you can also just build one, you know, if you were so inclined. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, I really like that, those smoke bombs or fog machine or whatever. It's like build build them as a gadget and then your Omni gadget can be used for other things, you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Okay, so you can use hero points. Obviously, you can bank them, which is what we've been doing. Increasing attributes, power, and skills. So, um, player wishing to increase the statistics of his or her character purchase, uh, his or her character purchases additional APs of attributes, power, skills, or wealth. The costs for increasing statistics are located on the increasing APs chart. However, when increasing APs through character growth, a player must purchase each of these individual AP or each of these additional APs individually. Right. Um, okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. Right. 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 Okay. So like, let's say you wanted to uh, bump up that uh, strength there, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's currently two APs. So you would have to spend 60 hero points to make it a three. Oh my God. No. Now, let's say you wanted to bump up your martial arts, right? Uh Or your charisma, even. Let's say you wanted to bump up your charisma. Okay. Charisma is currently a five. 
Um, let's say you want to make it a six, that would be 50 APs. Golly. Yeah. Or 50 hero points, rather. I mean, um, it, it seems yeah. like a lot, but, you know, we got like 140 last session or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it seems like a lot right now because I only have, I have 64 left. <laughs> right, right. No longer 69, sadly. Sadly. Okay, so adding new powers and skills. Besides growing by increasing the AP values of already existing abilities, player may occasionally want to diversify by adding completely new powers and skills to his or her character. Purchasing a new power costs 10 times the base cost listed for the power. Okay, so in like the smoke bombs uh, or the chameleon example, I guess that would be right. like 50 APs, 50, except it's right. a gadget. So gadgets work differently. That's that's if you just wanted access to the chameleon power, you know, like some somehow Robin becomes like this fucking body horror, you know, like morphing <laughs> creature, you know, like so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this payment gives the character zero APs of the power. Ay, ay, ay. The player must then purchase additional APs one at a time using the increasing APs chart. For example, to add four APs of invisibility to an existing character, a player would have to pay a total of 420 hero points. Oh 10 God. times the 10 hero point base cost plus 80 hero points for each AP of the power equals 420. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, that's a lot of hero points, but it's like, yeah, yeah if we were doing, like, you know, if I if Robin had a uh, the ability to speak with animals, you know, it's like right. I have to buy access to that and then I have yeah. to start spending. Yeah, totally. Um, you can also purchase new advantages, so like new contacts, or you could bump up your contacts. Um, that costs five times the listed hero point cost of the advantage. So I think I think like low contact, low level contact was ten points normally, so that'd be fifty. Um, and um, yeah, so you know, I mean, yeah, obviously you want to save these kind of adding or increasing spends for times when you're like, damn, I got like 300 hero points. Okay. Right, let's, uh, yeah. let's see what we can do here. You know, you can also buy off drawbacks. I don't know. Does Robin have any drawbacks? He must. Yeah. I'm 13 and I have a secret. Identity. Oh, your age and the secret identity. Oh, and traumatic. Oh no, wait, that's, <laughs> that's Batman. Batman has a traumatic <laughs> flashbacks. True. Uh, secret identity and age. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I told you, but if your secret identity is ever revealed, you automatically lose half your uh, current hero points. Oh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so, look so, out. So there's no way, there's really no way for me to get access to anything new for the event tomorrow. It doesn't seem that way. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, you know. Batman's there. He's got plenty of gadgets too. True. Um, I mean, he he has an Omni gadget that's like fucking A, B, C, and D. I think. I mean, it's like he <laughs> could do basically anything. Plus, I think it's a ten point Omni gadget. So, oof. so yeah. yeah. And so remind me for my Omni gadget. Oh wait, it's single use. So I've already used my fog. You have used your fog. It's going to reset to just being a generic Omni gadget, so it can be anything you want it to be. Again, but you're gonna have to wait two days for that to happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I guess that's it for me then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I'm not handing out hero points until the end of this adventure. So. Oh, um, God. I know. It's, uh, these multi-session adventures can be a little brutal. 
Totally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going in. I'm going into the big event with 64 hero points. Oof. Oof. You know, I'm gonna get my ass beat, and it's gonna be like yeah, I was out all night. Now I'm yeah. exhausted. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got like these bags under your eyes. <laughs> totally. Batman's like, what's wrong? You're like, oh, yeah. I'm fine. Nothing. Totally fine. Everything's fine. It's all that Taco Bell. Oh my God. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> oh Lordy. All right. Well, um, that was fun though. That was, you know, I, I, an unexpected diversion, but I, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, this game really does like make you feel like a hero, you know, mm-hmm. like, but totally at a cost. Like it doesn't come cheap. No, it really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it really feels earned. I feel like um, a lot of like more recent indie games that are sort of like, you know, failure is boring. So, you know, your character should always be succeeding. And it's just a question of whether there's costs attached. Now, I think, you know, Monster Hearts does a good job of that. Yeah, you know, sure. um, but some of them can be a little like hand wavy, you know, just kind of yeah. like, like, oh, tell me how cool you are. Tell me how badass <laughs> you do this. You know, I'm just like, yeah. okay. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, I, I, like you said, it feels earned in this game. Like, yeah, those hero points, I'm not getting them back. And even though I had a totally badass solo session where I went out and beat up four thugs and saved a guy, um, mm-hmm. I'm now going into the next scenario weaker. I'm going to have to be mm. more conservative with my hero points, which means I'm not going to be doing anything super crazy. Luckily, mm. Batman's going to be there, so maybe that'll offset. <laughs> I'm sure it will offset yeah. plenty, um, but I won't be able to show off as much, which is, you know, obviously Jason Todd's motivation. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Now, of course, you will get a, a few. You'll, you'll actually probably end up getting a few more hero points than Batman because you kind of went out and did this little side side quest, you know, this little side yeah, mission. Hopefully. Uh, so I'm going to give you some extra, but it's not going to be a lot. I mean, it's probably going to yeah. end up being like four extra hero points right. or something like that, you know. Oh, so. well, we said half of a standard award, right? Uh, well, that's only, yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. So I'll give you half a standard award plus the, the two or four points you got for, you know, kicking these guys' asses, basically. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. It'll, it'll be, yeah, it'll be worth yeah. it. It'll it'll yeah. have been worth your while, it which be. is also a good thing, you know, because yeah. I know that can happen sometimes where it's like, why did I even do that? Like, I actually came out behind, right. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I might, you know, I have no skills I have no skills in weaponry, so I might actually start bumping that up with my hero mm. points. Yeah. Although I, I don't know why I would, but <laughs> weapons and melee weapons is included, so I don't know. Do yeah. I just do I always use do I just always use my uh, martial arts? I mean, mm, not necessarily, <clears throat> because. Um... What you would want to do is is buy it up higher than your than your decks. Mm. So and your decks is decent. Six. So yeah. yeah. So it would take a little while for it to start to pay off. Basically. Okay. So probably not worth it then. Probably yeah. easier to just dump into martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a better better use of your points. Yeah. I kind of want to up my detective too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely. And there's a gadgetry 
build gadget and identify gadget are sub skills in that. No, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I could be like a nerdy Robin, a nerdy Jason Todd. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Almost yeah, like a Donatello, right. Donatello style. Uh, right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, hmm. we'll see. There's all kinds of cool stuff I, that I want to do. And all the powers, obviously. I, I really want to dive into those. I'm very curious, like, how this game runs at, like, Batman's an interesting case because it's like, it is still street level ultimately, but um, Batman himself is like such a badass, you know, totally. that it's, it's kind of like, like, you know, when I, when I was running like the initial session for Des, I was just like, oh, wow, you are way better than like, <laughs> these like kind of just average schmoes, you know? Holy shit. So it's sort of like, and that's, you know, that's in the genre, right? It's like, you know, most of the time you're not really sweating it as Batman. Right. And then like, you know, fucking Joker shows up or whatever. You're like, ah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you've used all your um, hero points, sweating off used... a bunch of thugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then you get your Robins or your Catwomans or whatever, or your Batwomans or whoever. And like, that's like this next tier down. So like, you know, you're, you're kind of like, Oh shit, man, I got to start rationing my, my hero points here, you know, et cetera. So that's interesting. But then like, I'm curious about like, what's the next tier down from there? Like if you're just kind of playing like total street, street level, like real true street level, um, like Almost how like, that uh, would feel. It'd probably be like, um, what's his ass? Um, Different, different comic, but um, yeah, Casey Jones from Teenage right, Mutant exactly, Turtles. yeah, you or know? even or the even Turtles April. themselves, yeah, or even know? the Turtles. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I guess the Turtles go against, version. yeah, true. Turtles going up against if it's like, Shredder, maybe not. If it's like Turtles Year One, you know, like. yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> but, maybe not um, the last Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But um but yeah, no, you're right. Like if you're just doing like a street vigilante kind of thing, you know, um that would be interesting. And then I'm also just curious about like what what's the other end, like Superman, Wonder Woman kind of end of things, like cosmic level kind of shit, you know. Totally. Yeah, Doctor Strange coming in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What's uh well, there's uh, oh, well, this is DC heroes, but whatever. Yeah, Zatanna um, is a is a you know she can she can cast real magic, so something like that, you know, or yeah. just kind of like yeah, I don't know, you're yeah, touring the world and elsewhere. I mean, there's literally there's an occultist skill, yeah, which I which I'm sad I don't have, but <laughs> yeah. but like create art sub skills are create artifact occult knowledge premonition identify yeah. artifact and ritual magic that's yeah. badass you know totally Ugh. oh black canary black canary would be like a street oh yeah there you go yeah so yeah something like that i don't know but anyway very curious you know so yeah i don't know i mean you know my intention here was was just to run you know a couple couple s sessions it's sort of ballooned out a little further than that which is totally fine i don't see us playing it for you know an extended jaunt right but i'm like mm, definitely need to come back to this at some point you know i mean yeah it's fun i i would be happy playing this for you know six or seven sessions probably before i'm like now what do we do but like the <laughs> yeah but like but... the you know but you know I, I feel like maybe especially with like batman and robin it's like i mean yeah, you're you're going up against 
the big guys, you know, and then mm-hmm. like solving some crimes and eventually you're just like, oh, it's probably the Joker. Or, oh, it's probably Riddler or whatever. And then True. you know, just kind of get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, to, you know, but you know, it's like, you know, it'd be cool to be like, um, you know, like we do a little, a little uh, campaign with Batman and Robin and then like, mm-hmm. You know, we take over other personas, you know, Batwoman, Catwoman, the Turtles, um, you know, <laughs> right. and then like and then we're starting to build this like, you know, our own DC universe where we have right. all these, uh, individual events going on. And then eventually we run into our past characters or you know, we're, <laughs> totally. like, we're the Turtles for a few episodes or whatever. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, fucking we're back in Batman and Robin's shoes and they're going to meet the turtles or they somehow encounter them you know like that would be really cool. yeah and and it, it, that doesn't even get into the character creation rules i mean you know you can Ugh. create your own oc as the kids would say you know? oh my god don't tempt me yeah yeah so anyway all good yeah good stuff thanks david of course we'll we'll do it again and find out what old two-face is up to Ugh. And whether whether you're going to throw him off a building or not. Oh, yeah. Living his last days. That's what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> Del Monte. Enjoy them, old man. They will be your last. <laughs> oh, hey, I was thinking, if I'm going to be a superhero and go on awesome superhero missions like this one, can we use code names? <laughs> Mine can be Robin. I'm sorry. Say that again. Robin. As in the small Midwestern frail bird. Yeah, and I already have a catchphrase. Tweet, tweet on the street. Hard pass. And a song. Fly, Robin, fly. Harder pass.